Hello, and welcome to another episode of Have We Met. This is your weekly pop playlist, and my name is Brett. I will be your host for today. I am a music snob slash aficionado slash encyclopedia. I will be here to introduce you to all of this week's new releases, help you get to know these artists and these songs that you've never heard before, and my hope is that by the end of the episode, you will have met your new favorite song. It's a very special episode. We have a couple special guests for you. I have my first exclusive interview coming up, but before we get into all of that, there are a few things I want to draw your attention to. I want you to follow us on Instagram at Have We Met Pod. There is a link in the bio there that can take you to the podcast, the playlist on both Apple Music and on Spotify. And there is also a link to donate. If you are enjoying the episodes and you want to see more of this content, then just shoot me a little PayPal. If you don't have PayPal, I can give you my email. You can e-transfer me. Any help, any assistance goes such a long way. I have to thank Heather and Joanne for your very generous contributions this week. You have made this week's episode possible. Thank you for listening and thank you for believing in me. (laughs) One reason that I really think you should follow along with the playlist this week is that we're going to talk about artwork in a very special way. My partner, Daryl, is a graphic designer, a very talented one, and we always talk about how the first thing you see often with a song now is the album art. And like a book with its cover, it can sometimes make or break your first impression of a song. So the first song we're going to talk about today is my pick for artwork of the week. It is the new Kylie Minogue, Tension. So please welcome my partner, Daryl, to the podcast. Hi, Daryl. Hi, everyone. How Hi. are you? Good. How are you? Better now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you excited? I am. This is, well, I guess this isn't my first um, official time being on the podcast. That's true. You did make a little cameo. Yeah, I did. I was bringing you coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Dare, did you Did Dare you bring bucks. me anything today? Uh, just my love. <laughs> oh, well, send it back. <laughs> and my uh, my unsolicited opinions. <laughs> no, I'm soliciting you. Yeah, you are. Specifically. Yeah. Usually I get in trouble for solicitation, so. <laughs> I've heard that about you. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about yeah. the artwork for Tension. Yeah. Let's start there. Uh, recently, I kind of uh, came up with a, a, a phrase. It's called color crush. And what that means is um, you're you're kind of hot for a certain color at the moment. You know, it might not be forever, but it's like you're just you're vibing with a certain color right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like how I have a color crush on your blue eyes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and I've noticed that's kind of what Kylie is doing with this era. You know, with Padam Padam, it was very red. Everything in the video was red. Her outfits, her makeup was all red. Mm-hmm. The, the, the artwork was all red. And this, uh, she's leaning into a green era, which I think is really cool. Um, it kind of... It's a, uh, a bit of a, a nod to her green fairy totally um, in, in Moulin Rouge. That was one um, of the first things that I said when we watched the video, yeah. when they're kind of all the clones of her pop up and they're doing their showgirl dance. It's mm-hmm. very green fairy. Totally, totally. It, it touches, I mean, so we can talk about the video too, because the artwork uh, is all from the video. The stills she, of her, yeah, right, yeah totally, and, and the different uh, iterations of her. Yeah, right. yeah, and she's playing a few different parts, and they're all from different eras of Kylie. You know, you got the showgirl, you got, uh, you know, some some different other things going on there. Well, the red hair is very um, Impossible Princess, I think. Totally, totally. The girlies love the the, the red bob wig with the <laughs> blunt bang, the Betty Page kind of bang. Red wig and a silver dress, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, Kylie was an actress first, so it's yeah. really natural for her to be playing all these different parts. Yeah. Uh, this collage sort of 
motif I know is near and dear to your heart personally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've talked on the podcast about the fabulous Toronto party grapefruit and they are having a Kylie themed party on September 16th at the Black Eagle and Daryl designed the poster for that. And it is also a collage of iconic Kylie looks. So yes. Yeah, no, I, um, I've been doing the grapefruit posters for over a year now. The party has been going on for 20 years, over 20 years now. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's, put on by my friend Shane Percy and DJ Oral. And it is absolutely my favorite party in Toronto, hands down. Uh, It is pure classic anthems, uh, retro. Um, It's just good vibes. It's one of the best best parties in in the city. And we get in for free because you make the poster. (laughs) Exactly, (laughs) exactly, yeah. But my style of of art that I do, I I create my own digital art as well. It's very uh, collage-based, and so... Uh, doing these kind of posters every month is a real treat. And when uh, Shane said it's going to be a Kylie-themed party, I knew I wanted to hit as many eras as I possibly could. So, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun to put together. And uh, did you say the date yet? September 16th? September 16th, I mean, yeah. never hurts to say it again. Yeah, <laughs> September, September 16th. I said 16th. it again. <laughs> Wrong Kylie song. Right. Okay, so I want to talk about the song. Yeah, let's talk about the song. Because it's really dynamic. Yeah. It's a very... I don't know. It's almost a risky sort of single choice mm-hmm. after Padam Padam because that has obviously been, you know, one of her biggest hits since Can't Get You Out of My Head. Big time. Um, and Tension is, it's not, doesn't follow kind of a linear song structure in the way that a Padam Padam does. It's not yeah. classic, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. It has these building moments, these parts mm-hmm. where it all cuts out. And I think that is all very intentional. It's called Tension. Yeah. <gasps> intentional. Intentional. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next single. Yes. Uh, yeah. No. It's it's interesting. I was really curious to to hear what the next single would be coming mm-hmm. coming off of such a strong successful one like Padam Padam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from what I can see, the reaction is huge. It's really positive. I think she's got another smash on her hands. Well, people just she, Kylie is so likable. Yeah. You know, I've seen her in concert. She is so you're just drawn to her. She's magnetic. She's one of the least, you know, problematic people in the pop industry. Well, who can say a bad thing about Kylie Minogue? And she's been doing it for 40 years, right? Absolutely. And it speaks to her talent that she can still put out such fresh sounding music. It sounds like nothing we've heard before. Totally. And um, yeah, she's just just one of the absolute best. I would agree. I have always been such a big fan and I'm really excited that she's still relevant, you know, becoming... more relevant in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think we should listen to the song? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, everyone, this is the new Kylie Minogue, Tension. Baby, there ain't nothing better and I could do this forever with you, with you, with you, with you all, all, all night. Yeah, what a rush. 
it, it's it, it's uh it's incredible it's such a bop it's sexy 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 uh, <laughs> um yeah i can't wait to dance to that on the Me dance too. floor in a couple weeks well we put it on first thing on friday morning mm-hmm. and we were dancing in the kitchen yeah which is yeah. always the uh the the, the, the telltale sign exactly yeah <laughs> great yeah. well thank you so much for uh joining me this morning thank you for having me i'm i'm honored to be i i guess your first official guest yeah and, well i mean and lily's here too lily's here yeah. but you know she she i think she's just old she's deaf now she can't hear music at all <laughs> she's sick of our shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah who isn't the right. listeners are too now yeah <laughs> all three of them exactly so uh yeah, let's um, let's do this again. Yeah, definitely. Maybe every week you can come on and we can talk about our favorite artwork of the week. I would love that. Yeah? Yeah, that okay. sounds great. All right, well, cool. I'll, I'll see if the listeners like you. It's a date. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Hi, listeners. Do you Hi. like me? Do you like me like I like you? <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much, baby. Thanks, baby. I, I love, love you so much. Aww. I love you more. Um, not possible. <laughs> All right. Toodles, everyone. Toodles. Toodles, magoodles. <laughs> Miss you already. Well, that was kind of fun. We'll have to do that again sometime soon. Uh, it's just you and me now, though, and I hope you're ready for some music knowledge. The rest of my favorite songs of the week. I Before I move on, I want to talk a little bit about the writing team behind Tension, because if you've been listening to the podcast, you have heard me mention the name Camille Purcell. We talked about her being sort of the honorary fifth member of Little Mix. Uh, she is one of my favorite songwriters of the moment. I think if I'd been paying attention sooner, she would have been one of my favorite songwriters of the last decade, truly. She is releasing her own music now, but she is one of the writers behind not only Tension, but the next song I'm going to play for you as well. We're going to stay in the dance sort of realm. Another name that I've been seeing a lot lately is Karen Harding. She has a song earlier this year called Oops, which is sort of a reference to Britney's Oops, I Did It Again. There is your weekly Britney reference. I know you were waiting for it. (laughs) Karen has a fabulous voice, a very recognizable tone. She's been working with a lot of different dance producers. Check this out. This year alone, she has songs with Majestic, Oliver Heldens, Martin Jensen, TS7, and Felix Cartel. So she is sort of a go-to vocalist for a lot of these dance producers. She was on The X Factor in the UK uh, in the 10th season. She didn't make it super far, but after she was on that, MNEK approached her and signed her to his label. MNEK, another name you will be hearing me talk a lot about, I'm sure, very soon. But for right now, I want you to remember Karen Harding's name, and I know you will remember her voice. Let's have a listen to her new song. It's called Wrong Places. All these fashion lights, bodies in the crowd, I'm electrified, yeah, I'm the victim now. like the energy of that song I think you need to check out all of Karen's discography she has so many great songs stompers bangers really great club music really great gym music I love her voice and she's she's got just an ear for good melodies and her debut album is called take me somewhere and it is coming out on the 29th of September there are actually some songs on it that are already a few years old But because she doesn't maybe have the name recognition that she deserves, there are uh, some of her classics will be there as well, including the first song she ever released 
back in 2015 called Say Something. Now, while we're on the subject of go-to vocalists for producers, I am so excited today we get to talk about one of my favorite artists of all time, Martina Sorbara, or as you probably know her, Dragonette. This week, she's featured on a song by an Amsterdam-based DJ named Mason, and the song is called Sirens. It is acting as the lead single from the next Mason album, which is called Chroma Panorama, and is coming out, I think, in November. The quote on his website says, The first taste of the new record takes in influences from 80s pop and electro, while still sounding modern and vital. Sirens combines a chunky rhythm track, gnarly production, and the sweet and sour attitude of Dragonette's vocal with off-the-wall lyrics to make this alt-radio-friendly earworm. It has this great post-chorus chant that I'm really excited about. The rhythm is chunky is kind of the perfect word to describe it, actually. It, it has this sort of jerky quality, which we've talked about how a light, airy vocal mixed with a kind of heavier or harsher production is often a really pleasing sound to the ear. And that's what's happening here. Dragonette has this really piercing sort of vocal quality that just is able to cut through any of the static or the noise of the production that's going on underneath of her. I've always loved her voice. She has played a lot with, you know, electro 80s synth music. And so she's really suited to this kind of thing. You know Dragonette's dance collaborations with Martin Solvig, hello, with Galantis on Peanut Butter Jelly. And so now we have another great Dragonette collaboration to add to the mix. And I'm not familiar with Mason, really, but after hearing this and knowing that he's a fan of Dragonette, I just trust his taste. So here's a little clip of the new Mason and Dragonette song. It's called Sirens. There's always something in Martina's voice that is just full of attitude. It's so dynamic to me, and I love the way that she writes lyrics, too. There's just something about her perspective that's really relatable, and I don't find she tries to sugarcoat things. It's, you know, she's she's written about things like infidelity or substance abuse or that kind of thing, and I always just find her take really refreshing. I am a Dragonette stan. I think I've seen her in concert like 13 times now. The last time I saw her in the fall at her album release party, she said, we go way back. So I, um, yeah, I'm always eager to hear what she's working on. And I'm happy I get to finally share one of her songs on the podcast. This is so exciting. Another artist that uh, I've been with for a long, long time is Nelly Furtado. She has a song out this week, which is a duet with Justin Timberlake and produced by Timbaland. Now, I could have said that exact same sentence in 2006 or 2007 when they released Give It To Me. Give It To Me was sort of a reply diss kind of track. And the new song is called Keep Going Up. And it has a much better, I don't know, a more optimistic take, let's say. It's, it's a bit more positive in terms of the message. And it's about how they, you know, continue to be successful, continue to grow. The thing is, Nelly released a song a few months ago called Eat Your Man, which was a reference to Maneater and, um, you know, referenced a few of her other hit songs as well. And so now with this, it seems almost like another 
nostalgia-only song in terms of who she's collaborating with, which if we're kicking off kind of a new album cycle for her, I think that she's already piqued our interest, given us that nostalgia factor while giving us something really fresh. I think Eat Your Man is a fabulous song. This song doesn't have quite the same appeal to me. And that might just be because, you know, she's the only woman whose career hasn't been negatively impacted by Justin Timberlake. But that being said, <laughs> let's have just a little listen to Keep Going Up. This is Nelly Furtado, Timbaland, Justin Timberlake. too soon when I said it has more of an optimistic, positive message. It's actually, you're not here, so my life is better. (laughs) The other thing that's bothering me about this song a little bit is there's this kind of outro where it sort of loses some of its momentum, and then the song just ends. And it's actually the same thing that happened with Nelly Furtado's song, Say It Right. You get to the end, she goes, two, three, four, and then the music just slowly fades away. And I think, you know, there must just be some label rule right now where you're not allowed to release a song that's longer than three minutes. But I think Justin's little sort of slower middle eight moment should lead up into a final chorus. And I think that would make it all feel a lot more complete and just like more of a a full statement, you know, like I, yeah, anyway, you're going to hear me talk about my frustrations about streaming era, short songs over and over again, but there's just no reason not to complete the song. You know what I mean? It's it's not finished without a final chorus. Call me old-fashioned, but that's just the rules of pop or something. That being said, I am a big Nelly Furtado fan, and I think she sounds fabulous, and I love that she's back. I love that she's got that excitement for making music again, and she gave us Loose, which is one of my favorite pop albums ever, so I trust her, and I can't wait to see what's next. I do think this should have been relegated to album track, because I think seeing the names Timbaland and Justin Timberlake featured on a song is a little bit more exciting than hearing the song itself. Another artist that has a new song out this week uh, that is launching a new era is Nicki Minaj. Now, I'm interested to hear your opinions on this topic. If an artist has, you know, spoken problematically or associates with problematic people, does that negatively impact your idea of the music? I think without question in some way that it will. It's interesting to me that with some artists, we cut them off. We don't give them a second chance. We say you're, you know, bad (laughs) and we don't listen to their music anymore. Nicki Minaj doesn't have that for me for some reason. I mean, maybe it's that I'm not that invested in her as an artist, but I do understand how things that she has said has have harmed people. And maybe it's just that they haven't harmed me specifically, but I do want to play this new song of hers for you. It's uh, more of a, a ballad, actually. It's apparently was written about her father passing away and then has transformed through the writing stages to be more about 
other people she's lost as well, you know, friends, relationships, that kind of thing. It's a much more introspective song than we usually get from Nikki. You know, we probably haven't heard her sing something like this since Pills and Potions, but it's definitely more on the emotional side of the spectrum than something like, say, Super Freaky Girl, right? She said on Instagram that it's the most excited she's been about a single release in a long time. It is the first single off of her new album, Pink Friday 2. It's the sequel to her Pink Friday album, which basically put her on the map, right? But Super Bass was the first single from that, and this has a very different feel. So let's have a little listen to Last Time I Saw You. This is the new Nicki Minaj. I don't know. I think it's nice to hear someone who we, we associate with being quite brash, abrasive, you know, loud, uh, hearing them reflect like that. And it does seem like, maybe, I don't know, you would expect a bit more energy maybe in a lead single from Nikki, but I think it's a nice statement piece. And I assume we'll get lots of energy on the album, especially if it's a reference to Pink Friday. But this song for me represents a lot of growth, and I like hearing her sing like that. It's um, it's a nice little mix. There is a weird little section in the song that references Starlight, Starbright, First Star I See Tonight, which I, I have to assume is a, a reference to maybe like something she had with her dad growing up. I'm not sure. In the context of the song, it's a little disjointed. You know, she's known for her lyricism, for writing everything, you know, that kind of thing. And so... It's uh, It takes me out of it personally. It seems like a lot of kind of ideas jumbled together, but I love the sound of the song and the message behind it. And I do think that it shows some personal and artistic growth, you know, and when it's been five years since your last album, you want to share all of that, right? So regardless of your, you know, opinions of Nikki or her personal beliefs or the people she associates with, that kind of thing, you know, I think the song can stand on its own regardless of that. We are going to switch gears entirely, and I have something really exciting for you. I mentioned at the start of the episode that I have my first exclusive Have We Met interview, and it is coming to us courtesy of Glasgow-based artist Roisin McCarney. Now, Roisin is a young artist. She's 27. She is independent. She said she's releasing a new song every six to eight weeks right now just to keep herself building some momentum, gaining some traction, that kind of thing. She's a very new artist. She was talking about, in a different interview, that she had cancer a few years ago and got into music as part of her healing, realizing that that was something that was going to make her feel better about her place in the world. And she reached out to me after seeing the podcast shared somewhere else. And she said, hey, I've got a new song out. I'd love for you to play it. And ask and you shall receive. So I shot Roisin a little message. And she was gracious enough to reply. She gave me some really, really fabulous insight into this new song and into what kind of makes her tick. So I asked her kind of what the main influences are for this song. She said 2000s nostalgia. She said she grew up on Miley, and I get a really big Miley sort of sense of that rock sound, that raspy vocal. I asked Roisin why we are so connected to 2000s culture as a society. And she said, it's the era I grew up in. It's all I listened to. I would wake up early to watch Freshly Squeezed before school and on my one music channel, watch the same music videos on repeat. 
We have that in common, Roisin. I was the exact same, but instead of freshly squeezed, I had TRL. Roisin says she thinks that we're attracted to good times in life, and making that kind of music brings back that feel-good factor. I asked Roisin who she envisions as her ideal audience at a concert of hers, and she said that she likes to see anybody in the crowd as long as they're into it and they're feeling it. She said a lot of her songs are about heartbreak, and that's a very relatable concept. You know, I think almost every great song at its core is a love song, truly. And this song has a very kind of rock edge to it, which, you know, with Olivia Rodrigo, with Miley, you know, a lot of people making that kind of music right now, Paramore having a comeback. I think there is a big audience for this type of music. So if that's what you're interested in, then I want you to meet Roisin McCartney. Let's have a listen to Villain. Love once grew here once upon a time. I still think there's hope. Have I lost my mind? Moving on doesn't have to be so ugly. That is a great lyric. I love that raspy quality in Roisin's voice. I have it too. (laughs) And mostly I just want to say I think anyone out there who wants to be making music, I think you should just try it. I've been dabbling with the idea of making a song myself. And as my mom said to me when I told her I was thinking about that, the world needs a song. (laughs) <laughs> I, in getting to know Roisin, I asked her if she has maybe just a funny anecdote I could tell so we can get to know her a little bit better as a person. And she said when she was younger, her neighbor used to pick her up from school and give her a lift home from the station. So she said she's very oblivious as a person. She got into someone's car, threw her bags down and said, how was your day? Before realizing it was the wrong car. And she said there was just this little old couple sitting in the front looking at her like, who the hell are you? <laughs> It's actually funny. That happened to me last summer. I was in the parking lot at a grocery store and I was trying to be fast. And I come out and I open the door of this red SUV to get in. And this man in the parking lot goes, um, excuse me. And I was like, no, thank you. And I went to get in and he's like, that's my car. And I was like, oh, and I looked to the right of me and my friend was in the car right beside. It was so funny. Uh, So that it could happen to anyone, Roisin. Stars, they're just like us. Roisin said she works a full-time job to support making her music right now and that she hopes she can make it a full-time thing sometime soon. So if you like that song, throw her some streams, throw her a follow. And Roisin, thank you so much for chatting with me. I really loved uh, getting to know you. I loved uh, meeting you, you might say. All right, we have reached that part in the episode where I talk about my favorite new song of the week. It comes to us from an artist named Jasmine Yen. She was actually born in Canada before her family moved to Hong Kong. She is the daughter of a famous martial arts actor. She is only 19 years old, and she released her debut single earlier this summer. It was called IDK. The one I'm going to play for you today is the title track from her debut album. It is called TBH. Now, I was listening through the new music in the car. I love driving. I love blasting music. And this one came on and I thought, wow, this this is a great song. And then what I thought was the chorus played and I was already obsessed. And then there's like a chorus part two. It was like hook after hook after hook. I loved how it built. 
you know, you knew it was going to be called To Be Honest, but you weren't sure how that was going to factor into the lyrics. And it all just fits for me. There's something really special about the way she goes in and out of English. You know, it really makes you pay attention. I love this song. I want to draw your attention to it today. Meet Jasmine Yen and meet TBH. just a well-constructed pop song, truly. I love how hooky it is. I love how um, bright sounding it is. Uh, but it still has a little bit of darkness in the lyrics, you know, to be honest. If you don't get it, then you won't. Another artist who is prepping their debut album is the UK's Griff. Her full name is Sarah Griffiths, but she said that that didn't sound like a very glamorous name. She said she sounded like she has a mortgage and four kids. So she goes by Griff, a shortened version of her last name. Now, she was nominated for The Sound of BBC in 2021, where she placed fifth. And at the Brit Awards that year, she won the Rising Star Award at the age of 20. She had a mixtape out in 2021 called One Foot in Front of the Other, and she has been kind of riding that wave of success since then. She opened on the UK leg of the Dua Lipa Future Nostalgia Tour, which is a huge deal and a great stamp of approval from one of our greatest active pop stars, truly. She apparently wrote this song after returning home from tour and just feeling like her life was a little bit upside down and she wasn't really sure which way to go. The song is called Vertigo, and it's she says tapping into a little bit of a darker energy than what she's played with before. And it is meant to segue into her debut album. Apparently it's not quite finished yet. And she's still in the process of figuring out what songs are going to be on it, mixing, mastering, that kind of thing. But with this song, it seems like it's a really big song. And I could see it being the one that properly launches her. And I hope that it means her debut album is on the way. She was on a song last year with Sigrid, who we've talked about before, uh, it was called Head on Fire, and it was one of my most played songs of last year, one of my favorite songs of last year. So I've had my eye on Griff for a little while, and I think after hearing Vertigo, you will too. So check this out. This is Vertigo by Griff. And I wasn't asking for a lifetime. I was just asking you to take my hand just for a minute or a night. Was it too much to ask? You're scared of heights, that's vertigo. You wanted lights, go see a show. You ran away, that's touch and go. You're scared of love, well, we all. You felt alive, that's chemical. You felt secure, that's cold home. Couldn't take the heat, that's Mexico. You're scared of love, well, we all. Well, aren't we all? Okay, after listening to that, I'm curious to know what you think of the production choice to have that hospital machine beeping sound in the production. For me, it could go either way, you know, sometimes something like that can be really distracting, but I assume there's a really intentional reason why they chose that, you know, maybe vertigo is a medical condition, so the idea of checking into the hospital with it, you know, after a breakup, maybe that's kind of the idea, is my heart still beating? 
it makes me think of, you know, Are You That Somebody with Aaliyah, where there's like that baby crying in the background, you know, some people might find that really distracting. But now I think if we listen to that song without it, it would seem like something really vital was missing, right? So again, curious to hear what you think of that. If you uh, if you were like, am I hearing things? No, it is actually there. Don't worry, you're not you're not losing it. Well, I mean, you might be, but <laughs> there's another UK artist I want to spotlight today. Her name is Georgia Smith. She came out with a debut a few years ago, and she got a lot of attention uh, from Drake, for example. He talked about how one of her songs was his favorite song of the moment, and that created a lot of buzz for her and actually ended up with her and Drake dating for a little bit, I guess, when she was only 19, which, based on what we've heard about Drake, checks out. She is a fabulous vocalist. She has a really unique tone. She had a song out earlier this year called Little Things, which has been one of my most played songs of the summer, and this is her new song. It is called Falling or Flying. It is the title track from her upcoming album, and it comes out on September 29th as well. She is sort of one of those artists that defies genre a little bit. Definitely some R&B, but some 80s, some dance, some soul, a lot of different genres. And I think her voice, because it is so textured and complex, it suits a lot of these genres really, really nicely. This is her first album in almost five years so there's a lot of build up for this in the r&b community i hope you like this song as much as i do it is called falling or flying this is georgia smith Another really cool thing about Georgia is that she actually directed the video for that song. She said she had this idea that she wanted to go to space with someone that she really cared about, but that they didn't want to go with her. And that was kind of the concept. It has this like gravity-esque sort of feeling. And uh, we, we love a woman who writes, produces, sings, directs. She basically can do it all. I'm a big fan of Georgia Smith, and if you haven't met her yet, then uh, you're welcome. But you need to check out the version of Little Things set to the beat of Gypsy Woman. It is a bop. It is one of my top played songs of the summer, like I said. And uh, again, just any excuse to hear her gorgeous, gorgeous voice. A really, again, unique tone, really special, special qualities in her voice and in her delivery. Can you believe we only have time to talk about two more songs today? I know. We uh, started with an extended segment, though, so this has really flown by for me. The first one I want to talk about is a really weird little song. I had it on, and I thought, is this good? And then Daryl came in, and he was like, I like this. <laughs> it has almost like a Spice Girls, like Girls Aloud, like turn-of-the-century UK girl group sort of energy. And I think that's what's really appealing to me about it. It is called Rock This Disco. And it comes to us from a woman named Alexis Strum, who is an actor, writer, comedian, and pop star. And I think that tongue-in-cheek comedian sense of humor is probably what I was originally kind of going, is it intentionally supposed to make me feel this way? And I think that little sense of humor, that little wink, that little nudge is part of what makes this song really stand out from the rest of the releases this week. 
it has this really nice bassy undercurrent. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. I feel like as a baseline, that would be like up there with like another one bites the dust. Do you know what I mean? So if you appreciate an upbeat song with a little bit of camp factor, I think you're going to really like this. Uh, check this out. It's Alexis Strum and Rock This Disco. Oh, um, well, that's weird. <laughs> I went on iTunes and her song isn't available to purchase in the Canadian iTunes store. So I'm going to just play it off my phone. I'm sorry if this quality is horrible on your ears. Uh, I reached out to Alexis for an MP3 copy of the song. So hopefully she gets back to me and I can update this with something a bit more HQ. But for now, just to give you a taste of what this song is about, this is Rock This Disco, played straight from Spotify on my iPhone. That's a lot of fun. I'm a little sad it's not available on Canadian iTunes. I hope that that low quality <laughs> recording from my phone didn't turn you off. I did send Alexis a DM on Instagram, so maybe she'll shoot me a copy of the song so I can update this file with a better quality version, but that's okay. We're a little DIY over here, and it's just making this episode even more special. So, I have one more song to play for you, but before I do, I want to say thank you for listening. I want to remind you that we have an Instagram at HaveWeMetPod. We post all of the artwork there. We let you know when we have new episodes available. But if you subscribe to the podcast, then maybe you're already getting those notifications. If you're not subscribed, please do that. If you haven't rated the podcast or left us a review or shared it on your Instagram, anything like that is really, really helpful right now and is a great pat on the back to help us keep this moving forward. It's been building and we're having a lot of fun with it, but it is a lot of work. And so we just want to make sure that it's reaching as many people as possible. If you are on Instagram and you go to the link in our bio, the links to the playlist are there. The link to the overall playlist on Spotify is there. And Apple Music users, I have had a few requests to update my playlist on Apple Music as well for the full year of 2023. There's 760-some songs now. It's going to take me a while, but I'm working on it, so never fear. There's also the link to donate if you have a PayPal. And if you don't, you can always DM me for my email address and send me an e-transfer. If you've been enjoying the episode today, even a little bit helps. Even, you know, 20 bucks to cover the MP3s that I bought on iTunes, you know? So all of that being said, thank you so, so much for getting to the end of the episode with me. I hope you had as much fun as I did. I saved a really good one for last. This is an artist that I'm really excited about. She is queer. She's from L.A. She's young. She's Her name is Gia Woods. She actually is responsible for one of my very favorite songs of the year so far. It's called Elevation. And this is her new song. It's called Heartbreak Radio. Her last album was all about heartbreak. It was called Heartbreak County and was inspired by how her ex-girlfriend left her to date her other ex-girlfriend. So I'm not sure if these songs are now leading up to another album or an EP. Uh, hopefully they are because I really love her voice. She's sort of like... 
oh, I hate comparing artists to other artists, but we were talking about problematic people earlier. So if you're one who maybe likes Kim Petras's music but chooses not to listen to it, Gia is the answer to your prayers. She's fierce. She's sexy. The cover art for this is like, it's hot. She's got a great body. She's in like a bikini and she's like a little like messy. It looks like she was rolling around in oil like Christina Milian in the Dip It Low video. Gia is someone I'm really excited about. I saved her for last on purpose because I really want you to meet her and pay special attention to her. So check her out. This is her new song, Heartbreak Radio. That production is so lush. There are so many layers. She has so much personality and she really builds a character for herself, which we've talked about this before, but when you're a new artist and you're trying to break through, you need to be a bit of a storyteller, right? People want to know what you're about, what you stand for. For me, you know, the lyrics are always that thing that I latch onto. And so I like that idea of even though maybe we're not together, you're still going to hear my song. You know what I mean? And I think that's such a bold statement, especially for a new artist and for a queer artist too. That's really, really cool. Well, we made it. Thank you again so, so much for listening. I have been Brett. I have been your host today. If you want to send me a DM on Instagram, my Instagram is at itgetsbretter. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. It was really nice being home in Manitoba to record it. I'm in the sunroom at my mom's gorgeous house. And I'm going to leave you with a very funny story about the sunroom. So my mom, a couple years ago, was in the local newspaper. Uh, She used to have this group of women that got together every Tuesday. And they would take old farmyard equipment from our farm. And they would weld it into, you know, uh, art, basically. Bird baths, tables, Uh, that kind of thing and so there was an interview in the paper and there was a quote from my mom and it said you know we get together every Tuesday blah 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 whatever says Dale as she shits in her sunroom Uh, not 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 the ideal typo but I just will never forget being on the phone with my mom She sends me the article and I'm reading it and I'm crying. I'm like, oh my God, this is so beautiful, amazing. So I call her and I'm like, mom, this this article's great. And she goes, did you finish reading it? And I was like, well, no. And so I'm on the phone with her when I read this typo. And I have never laughed so hard, I think, in my entire life. And she goes, (laughs) I guess a friend of hers called and said, I always thought it smelled funny in there. It, uh, it doesn't smell bad in here today. It smells like gorgeous candles and sunlight, honestly. I've had such a great time this week, everybody. Thank you so, so much again for listening. Again, follow, rate, share, subscribe, donate, anything like that. Super helpful. And I can't wait until next week. I'm looking forward to it already. Uh, thanks again for listening. It was so nice to meet you. 